Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of age-related macular degeneration found under the ophthalmology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 72-year-old male presents with progressive bilateral loss of central vision. This has made driving difficult, and he often finds himself needing a bright light to look at objects. He reports that his peripheral vision is intact. When looking at a specific region at a line grid, he reports a dark spot in the center with bent lines. Dilated ophthalmic exam demonstrates Drusen deposition. Let's continue with an introduction to age-related macular degeneration. Remember that this refers to degenerative disease involving the macula, which results in loss of central vision. However, peripheral and navigational vision is uninvolved. Age-related macular degeneration is subdivided into wet or dry. Wet is also referred to as neovascular or exudative, whereas dry is also referred to as atrophic. For wet macular degeneration, the pathogenesis involves choroidal neovascularization. This is secondary to vascular endothelial growth factor, and the disease progression usually occurs over months. For dry macular degeneration, the pathogenesis is unclear, but there is Drusen deposition early on in the disease, as well as retinal atrophy and central retinal degeneration and the disease progression usually occurs over decades. With regards to epidemiology, remember that this mostly affects those that are over 50 years old, and it is a leading cause of blindness. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms in wet age-related macular degeneration will involve acute visual distortion, central vision loss, which is secondary to fluid accumulation. It usually only affects one eye, and there may be metamorphopsia, which can appear early in disease. Symptoms of dry age-related macular degeneration will include gradual vision loss and metamorphopsia. In terms of the evaluation, remember that this is a clinical diagnosis, so one must perform a retinal exam. In wet age-related macular degeneration, one may note hemorrhage or fluid in the subretina, as well as neovascularization, which will demonstrate macular grayish-green discoloration. In dry age-related macular degeneration, one will note Drusen deposition, as well as areas of retinal atrophy, which will demonstrate depigmentation. There may also be retinal pigment epithelium modeling, which is seen as pigmentation. One can also evaluate the patient with fluorescein retinal angiography, optical coherence tomography, and an Amsler grid. There will typically be line distortion seen on the grid for patients with macular degeneration. And in terms of the differential, make sure to think about vascular tumors of the retina, such as von Hippel-Lindau disease. In terms of treatment, Wet age-related macular degeneration may be treated with VEGF inhibitors, such as bevacizumab, as well as photodynamic therapy and zinc and antioxidant vitamins. Dry age-related macular degeneration may be treated with zinc and antioxidant vitamins. In terms of prevention, remember that certain vitamin supplements and dietary factors may help to reduce the risk of age-related macular degeneration. And lastly, complications include blindness. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to age-related macular degeneration, let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 69-year-old male presents to your clinic with complaints of seeing wavy lines in his vision of his left eye. He is not sure when it started, but does believe it has gotten progressively worse. He denies pain, photophobia, or other ocular symptoms. His past medical history is significant for type 2 diabetes mellitus and hypertension. His current medications include metformin and lisinopril. 
On exam, his visual acuity is 2400 in the left eye and 2070 in the right eye. His pupils are 2 millimeters bilaterally and equally reactive to light with accommodation. There are no extraocular motor deficits. A fundoscopic exam is performed and demonstrates Drusen deposition. What is the best next step in management? And the answer choices are Choice 1. No treatment indicated. Choice 2. Massage the globe and start hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Choice 3. Start multivitamin and antioxidant supplements. Choice 4. Start bevazizumab. Or choice 5. Start acetazolamide drops. The best answer to this question is choice 3. Start multivitamin and antioxidant supplements. This patient is presenting with visual distortion, bilateral decrease in vision, and a fundoscopic exam positive for drusen, suggesting the diagnosis of dry, age-related macular degeneration. The best initial therapy is a multivitamin and antioxidant supplements. Dry, age-related macular degeneration is non-neovascular, non-exudative, and presents as a gradual central vision loss with scotomas over decades. Wet age-related macular degeneration involves choroidal neovascularization and can cause a more rapid loss of vision caused by bleeding secondary to the new vessel formation. Both dry and wet ARMD can present with metamorphopsia or visual distortions. Dry ARMD on fundoscopic exam will show drusen deposition in areas of retinal pigmentation and depigmentation. Wet ARMD will show choroidal neovascularization. Dry ARMD is treated with zinc and antioxidant vitamins to prevent progression. Wet ARMD is additionally treated with vascular endothelial growth factor inhibitors and laser photocoagulation therapy. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. No definitive treatment is indicated for retinal vein occlusion. Retinal vein occlusion presents with sudden, painless, monocular vision loss. Fundoscopic exam would show retinal hemorrhage and venous dilation. Choice 2. Massaging the globe and hyperbaric oxygen therapy has shown to be beneficial in central retinal artery occlusion. Symptoms include acute, painless, monocular vision loss. Fundoscopic exam would show a cloudy retina with attenuated vessels and a cherry red macula. Choice 4. Bevacizumab is a VEGF inhibitor which can be used to treat wet ARMD and is also part of treatment for proliferative diabetic retinopathy. Both wet ARMD and proliferative diabetic retinopathy will show forms of neovascularization on fundoscopic exam. Choice 5. Acetazolamide is a diuretic used to treat open angle glaucoma by inhibiting carbonic anhydrase, which then decreases aqueous humor synthesis. Open angle glaucoma presents as painless peripheral vision loss resulting in tunnel vision. Optic disc atrophy causes an increased cup-to-disc ratio on exam. Finally, a bullet summary. Dry ARMD, characterized by drusen on fundoscopic exam, is treated with zinc and antioxidant vitamins to prevent progression. For the second question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 70-year-old woman presents to an ophthalmology clinic for bilaterally blurred vision. Her symptoms have progressed gradually over several years, but she recently became concerned when she noticed that she could no longer read her newspaper without the help of a magnifying glass. She also mentions that her eyes have been playing tricks on her, pointing out the edges of the exam table appear curved when she knows that they are usually straight. Physical exam is unremarkable. Fundoscopic exam demonstrates drusen deposition similarly in both eyes. Which of the following is the most likely diagnosis? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Atrophic macular degeneration. 
Choice 2, cataracts. Choice 3, exudative macular degeneration. Choice 4, open angle closure glaucoma. Choice 5, retinal vein occlusion. The best answer to this question is, choice 1, atrophic macular degeneration. This elderly patient with gradually worsening bilateral vision loss, metamorphopsia, and fundoscopic exam revealing drusen in the macula likely has macular degeneration, specifically atrophic or dry type. Macular degeneration is a common cause of vision loss in the elderly. In macular degeneration, the macula, which is the central portion of the retina, deteriorates, causing painless blurring or loss of central vision, while peripheral vision is spared. A discrete central spot of vision loss, known as a central scotoma, may be present. Distortion of lines may occur early on, such as with straight lines appearing curved. This is also known as metamorphopsia. There are two forms of macular degeneration, atrophic or dry type and exudative or wet type. Atrophic macular degeneration is the most common and presents with mild symptoms that progress gradually. Fundoscopic exam demonstrates drusen, which is extracellular matrix deposits in the macula. Exudative macular degeneration is caused by subretinal neovascularization. Its presentation is typically more acute and severe, with blood vessel proliferation and hemorrhage seen on fundoscopic exam. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 2. Cataracts present with gradual loss of an entire visual field, both central and peripheral, and difficulty with night vision. Lens opacification may be appreciated on physical exam. Choice 3. Exudative macular degeneration presents with rapid, painless loss of central vision. Fundoscopic exam demonstrates proliferation of blood vessels and hemorrhage. Choice 4. Open angle closure glaucoma presents with gradual, painless loss of peripheral vision. Choice 5. Retinal vein occlusion presents with sudden, unilateral loss of an entire visual field, both central and peripheral. Finally, a bullet summary. Atrophic or dry macular degeneration presents with gradual, painless loss of central vision with yellow drusen deposits seen on fundoscopic exam. That's all for this review about age-related macular degeneration. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.